to Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie, and we are live here in Seattle, a rainy Seattle day, unfortunately, although I did hear it's going to clear up this afternoon. Is that true, Eric, in our weather report? Do you remember if that happened or not? That's what it looks like. Yay! It's already improving from this morning, which was uh, really pouring down there for it a It was pouring, because yeah. I had to get on the freeway and drive to the airport to drop off my middle daughter, who's heading to Michigan to work in an organic farm for three months. Oh, cool. I know. She's doing an internship for her um, her degree. And so we were in the airport freeway lane, you know, uh, fighting that very, very rainy weather this morning here in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been probably kind of tough. It was a little <laughs> tough. Yeah. But, you know, we made it and she got there and all that good stuff. And so it's to clear up this afternoon is what you're saying. That's uh, that's what it's looking like. Uh, Remember, I don't make the weather. I right. just report it. So <laughs> if I'm wrong, right. if I'm wrong, don't blame me. But but, uh, right. That's what uh, all indications are, are <laughs> for, pointing towards. For those of you who are listening who are not from the Pacific Northwest, we have kind of jokes about our weather here because it's very unpredictable. You know, we live in a very interesting conversion area, and so our weathermen are not always exactly accurate. Uh, so we do kind of make jokes about the weather around here. Yeah, but it looks like it's going to be uh, a beautiful Friday. And, Wonderful. Uh, the weekend's going to be cloudy but warm. So, but warm. Yeah. We like warm. That's we can right. put our capris on and open up the sunroofs and get right. some ultraviolet rays through the clouds, That's right? right. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who are listening, you probably wonder why I always talk about the radio when we first come on, which I do. And I talk about the weather? The weather. On the radio? On the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I do that because I, I hope to ground people to kind of space and time. And although if you're listening outside of the Pacific Northwest area, it's not your space and time. Well, we're just setting the scene. It's <laughs> like theater for you. Right, you know? right. And I'm wondering, though, if you if you have the sunroof open on yeah. a cloudy day, do you you don't get a tan, you get a, a gray? <laughs> <laughs> well, around here, our ultraviolet um, rays right. are pretty bright. You can just look at the furniture you absolutely. put near your window and it, it gets certainly, faded. It certainly comes yeah, through the clouds. Yeah, it absolutely does. So today on the show, we're talking about surrendering. I actually taught a class last month called Surrender, Embracing What Is. And in the class, I've, I think I even talked about this last week, in the class, we never got to the embracing part. We were kind of stuck on the surrendering. And it just dawned on me how challenging and difficult this is for people to surrender. And when you're manifesting and creating, you really do have to let go. You have to let go of the negative and your fear and your doubt and your negative language and your comments in order to allow it to come through. And I think that is really challenging for a lot of people because people get focused on wanting to create something. They're trying to figure out all the things that they're doing wrong when it's not happening. So they end up focusing on the negative. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I hope to give some pointers on the air so that you can utilize some, you know, technique in your own life so that you can begin to change, let go, refocus on the positive, regardless if it's going to happen or not, which is really what surrendering about. True surrendering means that you don't care anymore if it's going to happen. Doesn't mean that you forget your desire. Doesn't mean that you 
I would say, oh, yeah, that's fine, you know, blah, 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 when you really, really want it. But it really means that you come to peace with yourself, that you come to peace with the way your life is. You appreciate and you have gratitude for the way your life is right now, you know, wishing, you know, hopefully hoping someday that what you want will come to some sort of fruition, but also learning to completely surrender, let go and have faith that whatever is in your highest good is going to come through. And sometimes what we're wanting, particularly our expectation of what we're wanting isn't in our highest good. I can't even count the number of times that the actual desire that came through from a wanting didn't really look like my picture, but it was 10 times better than my picture. So that's the art of surrendering. It's also about allowing, allowing what needs to really come through that's in your absolute and highest good. So that's what we're talking about today. So you mean those lottery winnings are not necessarily in my absolute and highest good? They may not be. You know, Oprah, <laughs> <laughs> Oprah had a show with lottery winners and how, uh, you know, if you have financial problems and you're just wanting, wanting money and you think that's going to solve your problem, and I'm not saying you do, of course, Eric, at all. I, you're a very responsible man. I can read your energy about that. So I know that you are. Lottery winners, most of them actually end up squandering the money or they somehow get, you know, cheated out of it by investors. And mm-hmm. so just having all the money isn't necessarily what we want. What we want is balance. We want harmony in our finances, right? We want to have enough to travel and pay all of our bills and pay off our homes by the time we retire and be able to give some away and have fun. So what, that's what we're really asking for. Well, I figure I've surrendered by not buying lottery tickets. <laughs> and, and if it's meant to be, it'll just show up somehow. Exactly. You know, I'll find that ticket on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's go to Diana calling from Gig Harbor. Hi, Diana. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, um, my job ended. Oh, yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yay, indeed. Yeah, you know, it was pretty pretty, uh, traumatic initially, but I think I'm... Oh, talk about uh, surrendering. I'm, I'm over the, you know, kind of the panic and the shock and all of that. So, um, I'm looking to going into life coaching. Oh, good, good. And I think that that is a good direction for me. Yeah. So uh, my question is, do you, you know, with the economy as it is and all of that, do you see that as being a viable option for me where I can, you know, create uh, a lucrative business on my own. Right. And, you know, Diana, now that I've recognized your voice, I know who you are. You've laid <laughs> on my table a few times. Yes, I have. <laughs> I'm happy to say. <laughs> so I'm sorry that you lost your job. That was kind of a cool job, actually. But, but I know the company you're working for, and they made some major, major adjustments to their yeah. organization because I have other clients that work for them. Oh, it's, really? Uh, yeah. So that was a, a cool job, actually. You know, I, I liked that job, interesting enough. Right. Yeah, it was interesting. So notice your question that you asked me. You said, do you think it's lucrative enough? And so generally when people are making comments about what they want, there's a but, you know, and the but is really the doubt. And the doubt is connected to the actual real beliefs that are inside of you. You know, if anybody wants to know what their limiting beliefs are, they just need to look for the buts, right, or the ands, or this is why it can't happen. I really believe that Anything that you want to do that makes you happy, of course it would be lucrative. I I think you have to get past the limited beliefs that society says. You know, society has this weird belief that if you do something that's fun and you really enjoy it, then you're not going to make money. 
And, right. and that's a complete lie. Myself and you know thousands of other people can write testimonies to the opposite of that. You know right. that you can really do something you love, do it well, because if you love something, you'll spend right. time and energy in it. And of course, you're going to create resources. So, what kind of language can you use about? The butt word, because I have a belief that um, my business is recession proof, and apparently it is. So, yeah, <laughs> but that, that's based on my belief system. I choose to believe that way. I choose right. to put my energy in that direction. So, can you see yourself being a life coach, right? And yes. you're very intuitive, and that's right. a lot of what people are looking for today is intu- intuition to help lead them, correct? Right. Yes. You're also very nurturing and compassionate, those are positive attributes. So can you see yourself doing that one-on-one work with someone and lifting up their spirits and guiding them in positive directions? And that why wouldn't you be uh, reinforced for that? It's, you know, we're not in the days where we live on farms and we trade corn for tomatoes. Right. You know, that's not our resource any, anymore for the majority of us. It's actual money. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so can you see yourself sitting there and they're happily writing you a check? Yes. Right. <laughs> and, and as they're happily writing you a check, you you know you can even imagine them saying, "You are worth every penny of this." Right. So this is what you need to feel in your aura. You know, right. is that type of energy, not the butt and all the other things that come along with that, because those are based on your belief system, and right. you want to vibrate out of that limiting belief system and vibrate in what you really want. Absolutely. Right. Yep. And the universe doesn't care if it's really happening, if you're pretending about it, if it's a dream. It also doesn't care if you're complaining. You know? Right. The universe is going to look at what you're feeling and, and send you more energy that's related to that, more subatomic particles, you know, which is what everything is made out of. And that's what you begin manifesting with is those beautiful subatomic particles. So, you, so the answer is, of course, I can <laughs> see you successful. Of course. Can you... Right. Can you, and, and for you, letting go is the fear of not having enough money, because that's an old fear of yours anyway, mm-hmm. prior to the job ending. Right. 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 So, so that's where you want to spend your time is finding language that's the opposite of anything connected to the butt. Right. So I, I've obviously got some more reprogramming. Yeah, but but this won't be hard. I mean, first of all, you know what the reprogramming needs to look like. Yes. Right? So you already know what the limiting beliefs are, and you know what the new language needs to look like. So it really doesn't take that much time once people identify those factors. They just put the energy into it, and it begins to make significant shifts in a very short period of time. But you also need to not worry about the time. Because that's also a limiting belief, mm-hmm. right? Like, wow, am I going to get this on time because I only have this amount of money that's only right. going to allow, last for this amount of time? Those are limiting, too. So you, in, when you surrender, you actually let go of all of those particular circumstances, right? right. That's what yeah. real surrendering means. It, right. And, and it, can, it can feel like a scary place to surrender, but it's probably one of the most empowering places you can be in because to surrender and to be authentically empowered means to be vulnerable. Yeah. So when you're in that vulnerable place, just start telling yourself over and over again, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. In fact, when you have those moments of doubt now and you want guidance, because I know you listen to guidance a lot, and sometimes it's hard to hear guidance when you're freaked out. 
Right. You know, uh, hopefully callers, I mean, uh, callers and listeners also recognize that when when you are upset and worried about something, it's very difficult to listen to guidance. And so if you can tell yourself over and over again, I'm safe, I'm safe, then you'll calm down and be able to hear or sense your natural guidance system and be reminded again of the truth. Right. Yeah, I just love the sound of that. Yeah. I'm safe. I'm safe. I mean, yeah. that feels so good to me. Good, good. So, so, so that'll work really well. And I think being a life coach is a great idea. And you've always had good jobs, very interesting, yes. great jobs. So why should that change? You're already in that type of vibrational pattern making anyway. Absolutely. So there's no reason for that to change. And Yeah, you, I, I guess I just <clears throat> feel like I needed some confirmation mm-hmm. on, on this dream that I'm kind of going to starting to create. I think it's great. Oh, that's wonderful. And uh, of course... I've also been praying for a relationship, Ah. my right relationship. Uh So I was wondering if you see anything about that finally coming to fruition for me. Has anything happened since the last time? No, it's all all quiet. All very quiet on the front. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And have you placed yourself in you know in dating areas? Uh, No, I I really Ah. haven't. I was just so busy with the job. I was just you know. Yeah, another reason that it's all good that that job's gone. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so that you do have space and time to create another part of your life, like a partnership, and also to create a dream job. So I think the partnership, um, same thing. Look at the but words that you have about partnership. I would make a list of what your thoughts are on a regular basis about partnership, mm-hmm. and look for the buts. Okay. You know, any of those conjunctions that come in that are disrupting the yeah, I really want that, but you right. know. And then that's where the limited beliefs are connected to and then begin to create language and affirmations that are the complete opposite of whatever came after the but. Right. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you anything about the relationship. I don't know why. Uh, it's almost like I, uh, there's a wall that comes down in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, and it, that doesn't mean anything negative. I think it means that what you're working on right now is most important okay. for you. And the relationship right. will come maybe in accordance with bringing on a career that's your dream. So the rest of your dreams will come true as well. But right. for some reason, I get like this big like curtain that comes down. And so that means to me, hmm, not supposed to go there right now. Okay. I guess first things first. Yeah. And maybe they're con- connected, you know, and your job is to work on these limited beliefs, you know, work on creating different ones for yourself and not to worry about the relationship because it's something you've worried about. And whenever you're worrying, that's focusing and that's negative focusing. Right. And that's what the universe pays attention to. Whatever you're focusing to, it doesn't care what it is. That's where the subatomic particles go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's wonderful to hear your voice. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to hear you. I, I've thought of you <clears throat> so many times. I send you much, much love. Oh, thank you. Me as well to you. Tons and you, of love. you are just fantastic. So anybody that is listening, I can <laughs> attest to the fact that this woman is a miracle. Oh, so, you're so sweet. You're so God, sweet. God bless you, my bless friend. Bless you, too. Have a oh, wonderful day. You, too. Love All you. Righty. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? All right. Very good. Just quickly, yeah. you, you mentioned, uh, has she been going to the dating places? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the dating places? Well, you know, they're not in your house. 
you know, in the family room with a cup of coffee in the evening. Um, they're just not there, you know. They're because they, that would be so convenient. <laughs> it would be so convenient. I agree, but you know, if he's if it's not happening, then maybe you need to go out to dinner or go listen to music or, or invite some people over at least. And exactly, and I think the whole idea about you know having that dating energy is to have fun. You know, mm. and if it's not fun sitting by yourself in your house, wondering when someone's going to come and be in, in your life, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk to Michelle now, uh, calling from Woodenville. Okay. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, I'm. I'm actually learned a lot in that last little phone call. Yay! So, um, it's it's interesting. Mm. So I was wondering if, in that same vein, maybe I might be having the same issues of. Uh, a 25-year relationship and marriage, and um, I just told my husband yesterday or the day before that I wanted a divorce, Mm -hmm. and it was a five-hour conversation, very intense in tears, and he doesn't want to lose his three boys. Mm -hmm. And I really don't want to divorce him, but I feel like there's a lot of fear and issues that I have around, you know, some primary topics that are about him, I think. (laughs) Right. Um, Financially. Right, money. Money, 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 in in terms of the relationship, Right. It's money and his health and his, you know, the, the, the choices in the direction that he's, he right. plays, where he plays that. And I'm like, is he always going to be this way? And I'm like, I'm feeling like I have to divorce him because I, I think he's willing to change. It's just a very slow snail pace. I know. I know. And I think we've, I think we've talked on the air before, maybe at the beginning of the year or sometime yeah. last year. Is that true? And, yes. I, and I think I suggested you hang in there. I think he's going to make some changes. Yeah. And and did he make any changes during that time period? <laughs> Making small little small, changes. And, right. and like what you're saying, as far as you're focusing on, you know, right. for sure. And trying to find when there's a little drop, you know, find that little drop. <laughs> right, right, right. And um, and you're right. He does move at that very slow pace. And I completely understand your desire to have more security and, you know, comfort in your life and not have worries about his health or resources. I totally get that. And you're right. It is up to him to also make those changes. In the meantime, in, you know, because you're not even though you've had this five hour conversation, I don't see you leaving the relationship anytime soon, quite frankly. I don't right. see you packing up and moving out or packing him up and moving out. So you're going to be in it for at least another year or so if you decide to change. Even if you decide to leave, it's not going to happen for another 1.5 to two years. Okay. So here's your practice time. Here's your practice time, despite where he keeps his energy for you to vibrate separate than him, which is yeah. challenging, right? It's very challenging. I spent the weekend with family because my oldest daughter, who's answering the phone today, graduated from Washington State University. Yay! So we have a civil engineer in the family. I'm very excited. And yes, and I knew I was going to spend time with family, you know, and we all have issues with family, right? And I wanted to make sure that I vibrated in the place that feels really good to me, despite the family dynamics. And, And so that was my intention. And I really worked on it. And I think for the majority of the weekend, I was able to do it. So I really enjoyed myself. It was wonderful. So, you know, that was just a weekend, though. You've got every day. And every night. (laughs) So this is your opportunity to vibrate in the areas that feel good to you, to not focus on his health issues or the money issues. Focus on abundance and healthy living. Because that's what you want your aura to be filled up. Imagine like right now, because you're a very good visualizer. Imagine right now your aura, this beautiful, gorgeous eggshell, 
of energy that surrounds you. You know, it's like a bubble, if you will, but this huge, beautiful energy that surrounds you. And inside of it is full of energy, subatomic particles, right? Very teeny tiny particles. And whatever you're thinking about is creating the energy that fills up your aura. So if you stay worried about money, you're going to continue to have money problems. If you stay worried about his health, that's not helping his health issue. He's responsible for his health issues, but you're not helping the situation. Right. So, so should I just do like what you said, surrender? Like let it. I can't change it or do anything with it, so just stop focusing and worrying. Cause, right, right. In yeah. fact, what I recommend for people who can't get positive about it, but I think you can, and that's really, I think, your homework assignment, you know, for the next two years or the rest of your life with him, whatever you decide to do, is to is to don't think about it negatively, number one. That means just don't focus on it. That's one way to do it. Yeah. Or focus positively on it. Because you, okay. you really are abundant. Just like people who are have serious health issues, energetically, on another dimensional space that they also are a part of, they're very, very healthy. So when people come into my office, I focus on the truth about their being. I don't focus on cancer or, you know, a depleted bank account. I focus on the fact that they're truly abundant, that they're truly healthy. And my job is to remind them of that so that they can create that in this third dimensional space. So you're... Physical world is showing us, yeah. Right, and it's a limited version of all that's available yeah. to us. And so that's why when you when you focus outside of social consciousness, because most people vibrate in fear and social consciousness 24-7, m- most okay. human beings do. So your job is to vibrate your energy above that cloud. Yeah. And despite the current reality, because it will change the reality in the future, and that's how you're going to know that you're doing a good job of maintaining positive energy in your aura, because your future will be different. You'll right. By shifting my perception of things. Absolutely. And focusing on that. Um, there's a, actually a wonderful book. Um, it's called The Law of Attraction by Michael Lozer. Um, mm. It's fabulous because he describes it in such simplicity. I, I really love the way he writes. Um, and all I'll of us. It. Yeah, it's really great. And and so focusing on abundance, he has a suggestion that if you get a 20% off coupon for something, that's abundant, you know, and write yeah. it down, you know, focus on, wow, I got $10 off of my oil change, you know, right. that's abundance. And so a lot of times we don't think of the everyday things that happen to us as abundance and we still focus on the lack and then we create right. more lack. So. Look at your husband as your teacher right now to teach you to vibrate your energy outside of the current reality. And and I promise you life will change. Even if it if it doesn't change for him physically, it will change for the entire family abundantly and his physical problems aren't going to be such a worry for you because they really are his issues and you'll see that he could simply change them if he were to put a different focus on it and that will help you not worry so much about it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Good luck with your homework. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful <laughs> day. Oh, yes. You too. All of you are my teachers as well. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> All Bye-bye. Bye. I just want to point out that yeah. if you want to call into the show today, you can. It's all about your phone calls this hour. You can dial us up locally at 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And now we've got Kristen on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Marie. How are you? I am great. How are you? Now, I have had more colds in the past five months than I think I have in the past 10 years. Ah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if that's surrendering. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I am tired of it. You are tired of it. And so what has changed in the last year? 
or five months or whatnot in terms of the colds. What in your life has changed? Um, I think I've gotten more stress. I'm uh-huh. dealing with financial stress. Right. And, um, you know, the the healing work isn't taking off. Mm-hmm. I, I do the hypnotherapy and the healing right. work and the past right. life regression, and I have my own office. And that hasn't taken off as much as I would have loved it to. Mm-hmm. So I'm still stuck in my old world of landscaping, which there are things about that that I still enjoy. Right. But... But this winter has been so awful to mm-hmm. be out in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And it's just, ah. And so is that what you're focusing on? You know, that you don't get to do your dream job and you have to do the old job that you used to love, but it's not your dream job anymore. Is that where your focus is? You know, I'm really trying not to. But right. at times you get, I mean, how do you not, you know? <laughs> well, it's a choice. And I love the word trying because the universe looks at the word trying and goes, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> but, <laughs> nice but, try on that try. Right, right. And so, and I know how hard this is because I do have an area of my life where I tend to focus in the, historically I've focused in a negative way at it. So I do have compassion. I understand how challenging it, it is, but it really is like learning how to ride a bike and you have to keep getting back on that bike until you figure out how to position your weight evenly on, you know, on the seat and, and your, of course, your upper body on the handlebars. It takes practice and diligence, but this is completely capable within your essence and within your being. And mm-hmm. it, what I get when I think of you being sick, I just feel that your body's really sad. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just sad. Energetically, you're sad. Emotionally, you're sad. Mentally, you're sad. I would go ahead and let yourself have those opportunities of grieving because I think grief work is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's incredibly important. But then you have to get back to the positive vib- vibration. So first of all, do your best not to focus on the fact that the healing practice hasn't taken off the way you'd want it to and that... Mm-hmm. Again, it was raining today, you know, so don't focus on that. That's really your homework assignment, not to focus on it and find something even completely unrelated to focus on, like um, uh, your favorite music, perhaps, or a beautiful color. You know, uh, I know you love plants, but then we'd go back to the landscaping. So, you know, we're going to avoid that again. Maybe a wonderful food that you love or um, is someone's really cool motor motorcycle, you know, just something that can get your vibration, your vibrational level and your aura stimulated in a positive way. Mm-hmm. It, and then what will happen once your energy's up high significantly for longer periods of time, it'll be so much easier for you when you feel high energetically and in a good place to then think of the healing practice in the positive, like, wow, look what you did do. That's pretty amazing. I mean, all the things you've done in in the healing practice thus far are really amazing. All the contacts and the friends that you've made, the clients that you have helped, it is amazing. So you have to focus on the positive aspects of it, and then you'll get the energy to then go go back to the dream, go back Mm -hmm. to the beautiful vision of it. But it's very hard to do it when your energy is kind of like vibrating much further away from that. It feels like it's like going down the rabbit hole, you know, like, well, that's what it feels like. And it's very hard to get out of that rabbit Someone's hole. Someone's throwing dirt on top of me. Exactly. That's what it feels like. It's hard, if not almost impossible to manifest what you want when your energy is in that place. And so you have to do the techniques that are 
you know, unrelated to, to your dream to first get your energy up. Um, in that same book, The Law of Attraction, I'm going to have to write Michael and tell him how much I liked his book. I talked about it on the show. I have mm-hmm. never had him on the show. Um, but in, in his book, he also talks about to use language like thousands of people every day get to live their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you start to get a bigger picture like, okay, it's not just about me. There's other people in the world who live their dreams. Wow, I'm a person. I have dreams. Maybe I could live them too. So you start connecting the dots by mm-hmm. making it global and not focusing on your own personal situation. Do you think you could try well, that? Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's just, uh, I think we need reminders, you know. Absolutely. I do. I mean, you know, I talk about all this stuff and I certainly do use everything that I talk about, but I also read constantly and work on my issues just like everybody else. Every single day I work on it. And, and I think that's what's helped my life to be in the place that it is in a way that um, I'm really enjoying it. So, so now you've got some reminders, and I think you need to not think about it for the next 48 hours, <laughs> right? And just go to that happy place. Go look at some cool motorcycles. I know you love motorcycles. I don't know how I know you that. You know what? You I don't? I think my motorcycle days are over. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I just think it was a phase, and it's died <laughs> off. And that's okay, because I had a wonderful time with them. Well, do you like them? Um, I do like them, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it gets, it's a part of uh, the past. You know, growing old. Yeah, yeah, and it's part of growing older, and I have other things that I find more fulfilling with my time. Like, I love kayaking now, you Great. know. It's hard, to, it's hard to put a kayak on your motorcycle. Right, okay, so, so go look <laughs> at kayaks then. Go to some REI store and go look at kayaks and go look at equipment or go look at kitty cats, but do something that gets your energy up so that you can get out of the done, you know, the doubt Mm -hmm. and then get your frequency up and then you can think positively about your work again and then, then your health will get better. Yeah, I okay. gotta get better. Enough is enough, Marie. Hey, congratulations on uh, your civil engineer. Thank you so much, and I send all my love to you. I know you're going to feel better in the next 48 hours. I can feel it. Hey, thank you, and um, thanks for the sage words. And have a wonderful day. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we will be right back. Do you sail blindly through life with no compass, stuck in dead-end jobs and failed relationships? Do you know deep in your heart that you have a purpose in this lifetime and should be living a happier, more fulfilling life? Ainsley McLeod is ready to walk you through the instruction based on his book, which is a simple step-by-step system for decoding your soul. He'll teach you how to live the life your soul intended and guide you to a greater sense of clarity, joy, and self-understanding all in a matter of nine spectacular days. Join author and psychic Ainsley McLeod and Hills of Africa Travel for Soul Safari in South Africa this October. You will experience the awesome energetic boost of the African bush, the exhilarating nature of game viewing, and the therapeutic leisure activities of one fabulous vacation. Only 32 lucky people will have access to this incredible life-changing journey. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Looking for a weekend getaway in a beautiful setting and the opportunity to further empower yourself? Well, then join Marie in Sun Valley, Idaho for the 12th annual Sun Valley Wellness Festival, May 22nd through the 25th. Marie will be a presenter at this year's festival and will be teaching the class The Energy Medicine Experience on May 24th. 
as well as a three-hour workshop, Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life, on May 25th. This is a great festival full of incredible speakers and activities. For more information, visit www.sunvalleywellness.org. Have you been thinking about attending Marie's classes but just haven't gotten around to it yet? Well, this could be the year for you. Marie has a great lineup of classes and a great new location. Join Marie every third Wednesday of the month at the Marriott Redmond Town Center from 7 to 9 p.m. Topics vary each month and range from embracing your intuition to learning how to surrender and let go so that you can manifest your desires. If you want to delve even deeper, Marie offers an all-day Saturday class entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. This is definitely the class for you if you feel as if your external life does not match your internal desires. Visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com for a complete list of classes. That's energyintuitive.com. Write it down, shout it loud. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, wasn't that fun? And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie live in Seattle. We're talking about surrendering, embracing what is. And I just want to give out a couple announcements. On May 20th, which is a Wednesday, I will be at the Redmond Town Center Marriott in Redmond. Um, and I'll be teaching a class called Manifest Your Desires. Um, so if you want to take that class, you can register online at www.energyintuitive.com, excuse me, or you can call the office and register and pay at the door. Um, 425-825-5671 is my office number. It's very fun, entertaining class. I do readings in every class I teach. And then next week, I'm so excited, I'm flying to Sun Valley. I've never been to that part of Idaho, and I will be a presenter and a workshop teacher at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival. So if you happen to be in the area, check me out, hook me up. I would love to say hi to you. So we're going to go back to the phone lines. And who do we have? Let's do it. Let's talk to Anne in Covington. Hi, Anne. How are you? Hi. Hi, Marie. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am great. What can I do for you today? Well, I was talking about somebody else today, and all of a sudden I realized I was talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love that? Yes, it's um, it's um, eye opening. <laughs> um, but I've noticed that I get really angry. Just mm. like, and there's this little. Usually, I'm a pretty upbeat person, mm-hmm. but there's this like layer of anger just hanging under the surface, and I can I'll find myself dipping into there every once in a while, and and um, it seems to be more of an issue lately. And I was wondering if you have a read on that, and maybe you can help me with ideas of how to dissipate it and sure. let it go. Well, anger is actually a blanket for other emotions. So when anger comes up, it's because there's another emotion underneath, usually something like despair or grief. Okay. And and that emotion somehow is, is being provoked. And for whatever reason, your personality doesn't want to feel that kind of ang- that feeling. And so you get anger, which is kind of like this distraction and gets you going in a different place. So okay. I, I actually recommend feeling the, you know, feeling the anger um, throwing a temper tantrum. That's what I recommend. And when I really when I'm in your second chakra, you have a fair amount of contracted energy and you do have a. A second chakra that's just trying to burst. So there's tightness in the pelvic cavity where that vortex sits. And then um, inside the tightness is where I can see the chakra. And the chakra is like bulging. It's It wants to do some exploding. 
And so I would recommend you do a throw a temper tantrum like three to four times a week for a couple minutes at least. Act like you're two or three, lay down on the floor, kick and scream. You don't even have to be angry to do this exercise. Once you get it going, the anger will start to come up because you're going to give it permission. So uh, a lot of times when people have bursts of anger, it's usually kind of an embarrassing situation. It happens when you least expect it, right? And that's because it's buried. It's repressed. And women traditionally repress anger in their pelvic cavity. So you want to just lay down, kick and scream three to four times a day. I mean a week, but if you want to, a day is fine too. And, And then the despair and the... You know, the grief will just, it'll follow the anger just by osmosis. It'll just leak out um, as the anger goes on. And, um, and that'll be very good for you because then you'll get rid of some energy that's been taking up space, which will allow yourself to be creative. The second chakra is a very creative area of the body. And when it's full of frustration and anger, then there's no room for creativity. So it sounds like your being is really pushing you to create room for new creative um, projects or a lifestyle of some sort. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you very much. You're welcome. Keep me posted. Want to know how that anger goes. I will. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's move on to Jean in Kirkland. Hi, Jean. Hi, Marie. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, I, I visited you for my first time in March, and you prescribed to start working on my... Uh, crown chakra, and I kind of wanted a little bit of a checkup and to mention that um, my sixth chakra, too, maybe my my neck is hurting. So oh, okay. how, how am I doing on my work? And that would be it with okay. my neck. Okay. Well, the, the neck or the cervical vertebrae is connected to the fifth chakra, which is all about speaking your truth. So it's about saying how you feel, which, by the way, those feelings originate in the second chakra, which I was just talking about with our last caller. So your truth, your true original feelings for yourself live in your pelvic cavity. And when you allow yourself to experience your own independent individual feelings for yourself, then you express them through the throat chakra, through your vocal cords and all of that good stuff. So when the cervical vertebrae become uncomfortable and tight, it means that, that you're not doing that. And, and what most people do, and I know that you're working on this part that I'm speaking about, what most people do is think they use their brain as their feelings and their emotions. And the brain is really a linear tool, and so it doesn't know how to have emotions other than fear which is the limiting aspect of the human reality. Um, so you, you want to stay out of the brain and stay in your pelvic, um, your pelvic cavity for your emotions and then express it. That will help your neck. There's also an exercise you can do. Um, it's called the fifth chakra exercise. Do you have that sheet still from our, from our visit? I, I do, and I was focusing on the crown first because that's what you prescribed, but right. I do all of them. Right. Did you have sparks coming out of your crown chakra? Do you remember? Did you couldn't I couldn't get anything to move. You said it was like completely closed. Okay. So what I see today is you have sparks, which is good. That means there's some movement. I still don't want to see sparks, but that's good. So when I'm looking at the top of your head and then, you know, the pointy part, the lower portion of the seventh chakra, I'm seeing sparks coming out of the vortex and out of your head. So that means some friction, frustration. However, that is movement. That's better than nothing happening, which must have been my vision at that time. So you're doing the seventh chakra exercise, correct? Right. Taking in unconditional love for yourself? 
Well, I am, but I'm visualizing it mentally. I haven't quite felt it yet. I try very hard to do the feeling, but like you say, I'm very much in my head. My whole life's been very mental. I'm really trying to get to the feeling of the love. I haven't completely felt the love, but I do see the light coming, and I imagine the love. I'm so proud of you for doing all this hard work, truly. And the fact that I didn't sense a lot of energy in your crown chakra, and now there's sparks, this is a good sign. It's kind of that... Um, kind of, it's like a little irritated the vortex because you're taking in the light, which is excellent. But now, as you said, bringing in the love because the seventh chakra receives unconditional love from the heavens, right? Or from source, creation, God, whatever language a person wants to use. And and so that, that's why you're we're not having a complete smooth movement. But this is positive change and you're working on feeling the love. So what's so scary about feeling love? What's scary about that? Well, you. I'm numb. I think I've mm. just numbed myself. I have a lot of grief, and I'm trying to work on that, too. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't have the tools and the guidance other than you and some of the books I'm reading because mm-hmm. it's not culturally something that I was taught, and I want to heal, too, so I can teach my children as well. Oh, I think that's beautiful. But here, here's, and, and I don't mean about it all, so, so here's the interesting part. Numb just really means fear. You know, there's so much fear because you're terrified to feel, and that's why it feels numb. So that's what I would love for you to focus on while you're visualizing that wonderful light coming into your body. And yes, it is working. That visual light coming, that beautiful light coming into your body. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Because that's where you're going to probably begin to feel is, is your emotions, is to get in touch with the fear so you can understand what the fear is, which will most likely be unlogical, but yet still have some uh, reaction to it, even a cellular reaction to it. And then you can start to tell yourself the truth. So that'll be a really fun exercise for you when you're visualizing that light. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? What scares me so much that I paralyze myself so that I can't feel? What is it? And when I find it, then I just get it out. Well, release it. Yeah. Feeling something allows it to move out of the body. Like the last caller, I asked her to be with the anger, you know, let it out, you know, participate with it, experience it. And so when you are numb and you're not allowing yourself to feel, when you finally feel it, that's how it releases because it has to move through your body. Correct. And so when you allow yourself to have the experience of the fear, then the numbness will go away. Thank you. You're welcome. And keep me posted. I want to know how it's going. Thanks so much. All right. Have a great day and good luck. Okay. And a shout out to everybody in the Seattle area. An abundance of sunshine. An abundance of sunshine. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Eric and I are all smiles about that one. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are a glow, if you will. We are a glow. <laughs> yes, we are. We're a glow. Well, we don't mind. You know, we're, we'll lay out and get our grays anyway. Regardless. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I think we have time for a couple more phone calls, so I just quickly want to give the number out. Okay. 877-825-8828. And right now we're going to go on to Larry in Issaquah. Hi, Larry. Hi, I'm Marie. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What can I do for you? Well, I had knee surgery last July uh-huh. on my left knee, mm-hmm. and it seems like my right knee is mirroring what happened to my left knee after surgery, you know, from the soreness. Uh-huh. So I've been working on running Reiki through my knees and oh, good. doing whatever I can on an energetic level to make sure that my nadias are cleared and, and you, know, you know, to get rid of the blockages. Right. But I'm not really sure... What I'm, what else I can do? Because I do have a feeling that my physical body is having a hard time catching up to my energetic vibration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
I, I would agree with your assessment. It's like your consciousness is at a certain level, but mm-hmm. your body hasn't quite calibrated up to your awareness. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. There's a, a little bit of a disconnect. And this is actually a compliment. You know, you, you've mm-hmm. reached a certain level of awareness on a mental kind of emotional level, but physically your body hasn't calibrated up to that level as of yet, right? Okay, or, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, that's, and I'm actually going in for my first appointment now to begin that physical process. Okay, good. You know, yeah, because I'm getting my blood, getting some blood work done, and I'm going to talk to a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff, so be able to meet my energy, you know, my caloric and energetic needs on a physical level, while maintaining what I need to do on a spiritual level. You yeah, know? and that will help. Eating healthy food alive with vibration and energy is very yeah. good. But we're also talking about calibrating. So when individuals begin to change their consciousness, in, you know, to be multisensory, right? And you understand that perspective mm-hmm. about, right? So, so to be multisensory, it's not just some hidden gift that only some people get to have. I personally don't believe that. I believe that I the don't mo- either. Absolutely. So I believe the more conscious an individual becomes, the more multisensory they are because yeah. they become more sensitive. They, they can see things, hear things, feel things, and allow themselves a bigger experience even outside the third dimension, right? Where yeah, they live a physical true. reality. So mm-hmm. in order to really have those, while you're in a physical body, not just when you're meditating or sound asleep, but you know in your everyday living, your physical body, your cells, your DNA, all the subatomic particles in your body need to be calibrated in a higher conscious or a different form of consciousness than where it has been. So this is about you allowing your body to be calibrated. So okay. what, what I would do is ask your guides, and your guides are already wanting to calibrate you. You just haven't been allowing it to happen, in my opinion. Okay. So, so well, that's yeah, probably because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, right. I, well, that's what's going on. And it can also be kind of scary. You know, it feels weird to all of a sudden have your body kind of buzz or tingle a lot. Or... Well, I've, I've been going through a lot of that here Good. for the past eight months. Through Good. a lot of what I call downloads or, mm-hmm. you know, um, having my vibration up while I sleep. I mean, right. it, yeah, it, 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 at first it is kind of weird when you're... When half of your head is buzzing and it goes to the other <laughs> side. You <know? laughs> well, you don't want it to just happen while you're sleeping. You want this to happen throughout the day. You know, okay. so, so so that means that you allow. So you ask your guides. You say, I'm willing to allow my physical reality to calibrate to the highest part of my consciousness that I can allow while I'm here on Earth. That's kind of like okay. your new mantra. Knees... Okay. Knees are about searching. So you're searching for something. And the left knee is about Mm -hmm. receiving and the right knee is about power. So, you know, you're a searcher. You've been seeking for a long time. And what I would recommend to do to help both of your knees feel calm and at peace and more in a, you know, Mm -hmm. healthy way is to start appreciating what you have accomplished so far. Okay. Because I have accomplished a lot. Um, I know. You know, like listening to the last caller, um, you know, she hasn't been able to to feel the love. And Mm -hmm. you're... And myself, with my experience, since September, here I find out that I'm a warrior carrying a sword that I no longer use to find out now that I'm an energy healer. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. yeah. And that's the path that I'm taking now. I'm starting school in September, and when that's done, I'm going into nursing school. So wonderful. Wonderful. It's huge. And, right. And, you know, and I really, like, could, you know, connect with that last caller as far as, you know, feeling that. Mm-hmm. And if I have a suggestion, it's very simple that anyone can do. Yes, when, please. When you, when you inhale, you are receiving love. And when you exhale, you are giving love. Mm. And just set intention, you know, for that while you sleep and while you go throughout your day. 
that's how I started doing it. Now my heart chakra, you know, just blew wide open after a while. I you think know? that's it, just it beautiful. That's absolutely yeah. beautiful. That's absolutely so. So you you know that you've already accomplished quite a bit. So if you can start to appreciate yourself and your accomplishments where you are right mm-hmm. now, and then ask your guides to help you calibrate your physical reality to the highest level of consciousness that you can have right now on this earth plane, then I okay. think your body is going to speed up and have less problems. Oh, well, right? I'm excited. I'm getting goosebumps now. Good, good, good. <laughs> and congratulations on your new school that's starting in September. Right. Thank you. Congratulations yeah. for that and all the future things that you'll end up doing. That's absolutely Thank wonderful. Thank you so much, Larry, and good luck with your knees. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Sure. Have a great day. And I just want to give another announcement out there that on July 17th, I know that's a little bit away, but July 17th through the 19th. Be here before you know it. I know. Oh my gosh, it's the end of May already. I know. Oh my gosh. I'll be teaching a weekend workshop, um, Become a Reiki Master. This will be at the Marriott Redmond Town Center in Redmond. And you can, of course, go to the website for information or call the office and give, get you all that good information. So we're talking about surrendering, letting go, getting out of the way. And that means you literally have to be okay with the way things are right now and not focus on it anymore, at least not in a negative way. Mm -hmm. If you can focus on it in a positive way, fantastic, but not worry about it or be in doubt or be frustrated. Just enjoy your life exactly the way it is right now and get out of the way. Now, are you saying that we shouldn't take steps then to achieve our goals? Because they're, you know, because that would be in a way not surrendering. I know. And I think for some people, if you've spent a lot of time and energy trying to create something you want and it Mm -hmm. hasn't happened, then yes, absolutely. You have to stop. Mm. You know, so if you've been looking for a partner and it's not been happening and you've been you've been on every dating service and site and you've done all the speed dating and you did let's get lunch or whatever that other one is out there and it's been going on for a couple of years, I think it's time to stop. And and maybe that person will come knocking at the door or Uncle Harry will invite him to Aunt Gertrude's wedding. As, as long as, I think what you're saying, as long as you've already laid the right. groundwork Absolutely. And, and tried the stuff, you know, tried the various right. steps before you surrender, then it's okay to, right. to right. give up at that point. You're right. Because there is that fine line where some people don't do anything, right? Yeah. And they don't put their energy into it. And you have, since we're in a physical world, we do have to put some physical in, energy into what we're creating. Right. That's just the way it works. You got to put it out there that that's what you want. You got to. Absolutely. (laughs) Like the music that you play, you know, you you practice, you do gigs when you're invited, you know, you allow yourself to participate. And then the other part, you know, is, is for us not to worry about the outcome, to trust that we did the best we could, be happy with ourselves, appreciative of where our lives are right now and keep Mm -hmm. on living. Well, very good. Well, great. Speaking of Eric's, yeah. <laughs> we've got another we've got Eric on Eric. the line. This one's calling from Woodenville. Okay. Hi, Eric. Uh, hi, Marie. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Great. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What can I do for you? Well, I'm uh, working through uh, a couple issues with uh, my career, and uh, although I find it very fulfilling for the past 10 years, something inside of me tells me that this is not the end and there's something else in store for me. And I've been thinking about uh, learning more about Reiki healing, mm-hmm. maybe even doing a, a Bikram yoga teaching practice. Oh, fun. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Well, I, I command you for recognizing that feeling because a lot of people, especially when they've enjoyed a job, they think there's something wrong with them when they no longer maybe feel in, as inspired as they had been, in your case, like the previous decade. Mm-hmm. But it's actually normal to outgrow something and to grow into something new. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's very normal to do that. You know, we are constantly evolving and evolution 
change is a requirement if we're going to evolve. <laughs> so I would appreciate, and, and maybe you already have, but appreciate your awareness of that. And yeah, that changes around the corner. That you're you're going to have a, a very different life. I see you doing several different things. So if you become a yoga instructor, I think that's just one thing that you'll be doing. You you may even open up your own studio, actually, which would be fun for you. And I feel I'm making a shift, a quantum shift, from the morning of my life, which was all about status, power, accumulation, and title, into the afternoon of my life, which was all about serving others and more fulfilling. Oh, that just sounds so lovely. You said it so beautifully, too. <laughs> that was really nice. So you may even open up a studio, and then you could have other practitioners there, teachers. I, mm-hmm. I see a little library. You know, it's like whatever you do, generally, it's not in a small way. Even though you're moving into the afternoon of your life, you usually do things in a large way. You know what I mean? I, I do. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was hoping maybe I could even continue... Uh you know, working in the cycling industry and possibly opening up my own company and working that in conjunction with the yoga so I don't leave the field totally. I, I think that would be fantastic. You're the type of person who can have all those balls in the air mm-hmm. and get it all done. So you're completely capable of doing that. And I love that you're now feeling inspired for something new and different. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, well, thanks so much. I appreciate you taking my call. Do you have time for one other side question? Sure, I do. I'm working through some relationship stuff, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of the blockages I have put uh, in front of uh, allowing someone new to come into my life is that I... I'm uh, still dealing with my father's passing, which was eight years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if my lack of forgiveness for abandoning me, so to speak, is getting in the way mm-hmm. of allowing others. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I was very curious to find out is to find out how much uh, of uh, my pot smoking is getting in the, <laughs> is getting in the way. Right. Well, you know, THC doesn't really help. You know, if it's something that people do regularly, it doesn't really help, although you're a highly motivated person. So clearly you're not being affected in that way. But, yeah, anytime we use stimulants, you know, caffeine, um, too much alcohol, mm-hmm. anytime we use stimulants, um, it isn't in, in our best interest. And usually we're blocking pain when we overstimulate ourselves with something other than the beauty of the world or the beauty of our own selves. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would agree with that. And when it comes to the abandonment issue regarding your dad, what I would look at is forgiving yourself. Because even children blame themselves for their life circumstances. And so I think to bypass, you know, the forgiveness work that you may want to do regarding your father, start with forgiving yourself, and then you're going to be able to have a different vision regarding your dad. And then the reason why the relationship hasn't shown up yet, Mm -hmm. at least in my mind, is because you're really making another change about who you relate to. When I look at your relationships in the past, you've given too much in your relationships, and now you're looking for a partner that's more balanced. Well, well, that is actually it. I've always been the one that gives yeah. so much, and yeah. um, I really am now trying to catch myself before I give too much and looking for a, a balance of, right. of giving and taking. Right, someone who can nurture too, who has that quality and loves to nurture their partner, because that's what's going to help the relationship grow and flourish in positive and wonderful ways. So I'm confused when you say forgiving myself. Yeah. In, what, in what capacity? <laughs> in what capacity? How do I do that? Well, first start asking the question: Do I blame myself for this situation? Do I feel at fault at all? Asking yourself: Is there something I need to forgive myself about? Then the picture is going to come up. Because in every situation, believe it or not, the the last 
last forgiveness process of any healing situation is self-forgiveness. And it doesn't matter if it happened when we were a kid mm-hmm. or 75 or 12. It, it, and, and even when we're young children, when we're clearly very innocent people in a circumstance, children blame themselves. Yeah. So when you figure that out, the part that you've taken responsibility for, and you're a big nurturer, so nurturers tend to blame themselves anyway for most mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You know, so when, when you are able to do that, then you're going to be able to forgive your father in whatever degree that you're able to forgive him. Right. So this will be very healing. And I would do the fourth chakra exercise where you allow energy to move into your back. Okay. All right. So you visualize energy, whether it's a flock of birds or beautiful light or rain coming into your back. That will help you attract someone who's also nurturing into your life. That That's great, because what I'm trying to do is attract other people that are giving and nurturing on an equal level. So I'm not just attracting people that feel like they, they take the best parts of me and, and suck life out of me and then move exactly. on after a year or two. Exactly. And you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for calling, and I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. And we are done here on the Marie Manuchero Show. We wish you all a wonderful, wonderful day, hopefully some sunshine this weekend, and I will see you next week. Joyful blessings. Yeah.